welcome to episode 192 of Marriage on the Rocks. I'm Crystal. And I'm Seth. <laughs> Every week we have a drink with our discussion. And this week, Seth had the bright idea. Actually, it's a really good idea. I mean, it's the best idea. It's a very good idea. We pre-game. I we <laughs> we pre-gamed uh-huh. before the podcast. Yeah, yeah. So Seth is already one and a half drinks in. No, two and a half. Quite. Yeah, one and a half. I guess. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um. But anyway, so we are, uh, we are doing so, we're doing a couple different drinks. Um. Three. And and exact. if you yeah if you're watching, you will see our pretty colored drinks. So one of them's red, one of them's blue, one of them's green, and uh, so we started with which I'm still drinking, a, a long or Long Beach yep. a Long Beach iced tea, and so all of these are pretty much variations of uh, a Long Island yeah. iced tea. But um, obviously, you know, the different colors make the different drinks. And so uh, you well, guys it's, all it's know that ingredients. Yeah. Towards well, the end. Yeah. And it's the same base. most of Yeah. Most of the ingredients are the same. And we will we'll post a video about it or there may have already been a video about it by the time this airs. But um, anyway, so the the one that I'm drinking is the Long, Long Beach Ice Tea um, and... Uh, I'm doing the Tokyo iced tea. Yeah, Tokyo iced tea. But you guys have already, uh, we've already made in a previous episode, a long time ago, I think. Yeah, oh yeah, a long, long time ago. Um, an audios motherfucker. Yeah, and that's what the blue one is. That was the, like the X episode, mm-hmm. right? Like, yeah. you Getting back with your ex or don't get back. I don't know. Something, something like that. that, yeah. I don't know. Anyway, remember. yeah. Yeah, check out the videos. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. They're good. They are scary good. <laughs> I know. They, I mean, you can't taste. There's five shots of booze mm-hmm. in each drink. Yeah. And you can't taste it uh-uh. at all. And it's, it's, I didn't even use good booze. <laughs> it was the cheap. Yeah, I know. Everything. <clears throat> and like, usually like with these kind of drinks, I'm okay <laughs> using the cheap stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh. And when it comes to other stuff, I'm like, no, I get, I get very snobby mm-hmm. and, and Seth is even like, really? Like, you don't, you don't want to get McCormick's vodka. I'm like, oh my gosh, no. He's like, but it's cheaper. And I'm like, yeah, I don't care. No. You're, you're uppity in sports. Yeah, I am. I am. But these, you don't have to use high. No, vodka. I don't, and I, I don't. I, I really used. don't care. Yeah, I don't. Because I mean, you can't taste it. No. The the. I mean, it's it's got rum, gin, vodka, tequila, triple sec, whatever. Uh huh. In it, or this one have triple sec. It has melon li- liquor, mm-hmm. liqueur, but whatever. You can't taste. The you can't taste the gin, the vodka, the rum, or the no, tequila uh-uh. at all. I know, I know. Uh, I was actually I was looking at. Uh, so Seth and I were going to be going to Costa Rica for our 10 year anniversary. <clears throat> and I was, I'm, I was, I'm part of this little group or whatever for the Costa Rica, like where we're staying. And, um, there, there were these people that were like, 
what kind of tequila do you guys serve or does it, they do they serve there because my husband is super picky and everyone's like the kind of tequila you drink yeah like who cares like after two of them you're not gonna yeah. it's not gonna matter anyway <laughs> well yeah that's true by the time this airs we'll be four days away from our tequila tasting oh my gosh yeah yeah and we're gonna have be having a fun tequila tasting uh event at our house tequilas and street tacos yeah and uh our friends uh nick and Lindsay are coming in Mm -hmm. from colorado so yeah we're really excited about all that so that should be a lot of fun uh so anyway today i guess we've uh we've we've talked a little too much about booze um, but today we're going to be talking about how you are disconnected from your partner. Mm-hmm. And so we have a list of, I guess, how you know, or different mm-hmm. ways that you are <clears throat> disconnecting or are, have been disconnected from your yeah. partner. Yeah. I, you know, I, this was a, I actually heard somebody in an interview talking <laughs> about this and talking about how. There was talking about specifically one way that people disconnect in a relationship, and it was really about uh, her. Her her message is really about when your partner is trying to share a connection with you of any kind. Most people tend to immediately go to the sexual side when you talk about this, but that's not really what she was saying. She was like, if your partner is talking about, "Hey, let's 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 go here and do that," and your partner's like. Well, that sounds dumb. Mm-hmm. Or, hey, let's go see this movie. And it's like, yeah, that's not up my alley. Or all these examples of, of what we typically see in everyday marriages, this dismissal of unknowing connections that you would have with your partner, mm-hmm. of just going along with it, just doing things with them, just engaging with them, that her her message was really that piece of that disconnect in that scenario. And I was like, well, there's got there's got to be more to this Mm -hmm. um so did a little research found a little more information Mm -hmm. and here we are yeah yeah i know yeah i think that i think it's a very good topic and i think that unfortunately there are a lot of people that are disconnected from their partners and really uh, you don't know why you don't Mm -hmm. know why you you've gotten there yeah and that that's the key you end up looking at this from hindsight mm-hmm. of what happened. Why is it so different now? So these are the things we're going to cover that you can hopefully identify along that path to total disconnection mm-hmm. of really unrepairable. The marriage is not salvageable at this point. If if you're meeting all of these, you're done. Mm-hmm. It's done. It, most of these, except for really one of them, I think is very fixable. Um, but it takes, you know, two to tango mm-hmm. but i think that these are good indicators of if you see one of these things happening or a couple of these things happening it doesn't mean that the end is near mm-hmm. it means we need to course correct we need to fix this right now um so yeah that's what the list is mm-hmm. what, how many is it 14 uh, do you know you don't have to count i was just asking i was trying to figure out like could i do a drink? yeah i think it is 14 will i be able to do a drink with each one Oh my gosh. Is that pushing it? Oh my gosh. No. Seth, no. <laughs> okay. But we were like, I mean, like we like I said, uh 
I've already contemplated hanging down, <laughs> just using a blur for the YouTube video. Oh my god! See if we gosh. get away with that. Just to no, see. No, no. Okay. Oh my gosh! Yeah, Seth is already. He's. He's already feeling well, fun. As soon as we made the first one, it was so good. I know, and so Seth is not a fast drinker at all. Like, he drinks so slow, mm-hmm. except for like Mountain Dew Zero. <laughs> right. But other than that, like, you are a uh, you sip, mm-hmm. and with these, you're like, no, this yeah. is good. It's it's like Kool Aid. Yeah, I was yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so um, starting with for your disconnecting or disconnected from your partner, your partner gets on your nerves. Yeah. You know, this is, <clears throat> unfortunately, this this category here, and this is why we really wanted to talk about this first, because this is the most common sign that you see in marriages, and it's actually labeled as a normal marital oh my behavior. Oh yes. All the little funny videos you see, all the little comments you see, all the shit that all the women complain about. Mm-hmm. This is what this is. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I think that, you know, whether they get on your nerves or they annoy you, this really ties into who they are as a person, their mannerisms, their characteristics, the things that make them who they are drive you nuts. And this is where those, oh my God, can you breathe any louder? Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, can you chew your food any louder? <laughs> You're not allowed to have gum because you chew it so loud. I mean, there's there's a list of things that, and once again, right off the bat, I'm visualizing women. Men don't typically do this. Men don't typically complain about... They don't, they don't uh, maybe verbalize it. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. I think they don't that like they, publicly ridicule their uh, wife. No, for they, how she behaves. They, they they probably feel it, or mm-hmm. you know, but I don't think that they actually come out and say it. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, yeah. That, yeah. I think you're right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But these are those things mm-hmm. that you start to pick up on immediately, and that that is a that's a warning sign. Yeah. It is a warning sign. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it is. It's totally a warning sign. I mean, even me and my previous relationship. It it was everything that he did got on my nerves, mm-hmm. and from, well, I mean, I don't know, and and I don't know if it, it was was he really that annoying, or was because I was just irritated with him all the time, was that why he was so yeah, but, annoying? But was it like that from the beginning? No. Well, it that, definitely wasn't. Yeah. But and, and and that's the thing is like. Those little things that you kind of dismiss in the beginning of a relationship. They're, they're not red flags. They're like yellow. Yeah. If that. They're not. Yeah. I wouldn't even. They're just quirky little. Little things. That's who they are. And you're just like, oh, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, I could get past that. Right. Those types of things. Um, But eventually, if you don't voice what your what gets on your nerves from the start which i don't know if i would necessarily recommend voicing exactly what gets on your nerves from the from the very start but like if you don't but if you don't tell them something initially like hey like would you mind not doing that or mm-hmm. like 
I don't know. I'm trying to think like. Well, and, and it's, it's, it's of that what's correctable and what's not. Uh-huh. Like, well, for, for, for example, like my ex, he, I, I, I think I've said it before, but he would like hack and like, uh, like, uh, uh, spit yeah, and stuff. yeah. And it was, and I don't think that it, I noticed it as much when, when we first got together, mm-hmm. but then as time went on. And, you know, he kept doing it more and more and, and, and maybe he did it a lot forever. And I just was just too nice to say mm-hmm. anything. But like, eventually it was like, oh my gosh, you really have to fucking clear your throat that way every fucking time. It's so annoying. <laughs> the funny thing about <laughs> this is you complained about that so early on in our relationship. Mm hmm. That like if I get sick <laughs> and I do it because I have like a sinus infection, uh-huh. like once I'm like, oh shit, I hope she doesn't leave me. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like, <clears throat> I'm like fuck, shit, I did it. <laughs> oh no, that's funny. Yeah, I know. Well, that and that that is a reason why I don't want to tell you one thing that my I would get on my nerves or on my ex's nerves. Oh, the, like something you would do that he would. Yeah, about? that he didn't, you don't want to point it he out. Didn't, so cause, I'm like, because I don't want to point it out to where you like, are. Like, yeah, you do do that. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. But uh, so so let, let but let's think about that. Uh-huh. So like I said, there's things that you can control, and there's things you can't. Mm-hmm. Hacking, clearing your nose, clearing your sinuses, you can completely control that. Yeah. Even if you've developed a pattern where that's just part of what you do, you can still stop. It's like the same thing with people like sucking their fucking teeth after they eat ribs. Oh god. You can stop. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's so irritating. Pop you right in the nose. Um, You can stop that behavior. You just may not realize you do it. But there's certain things that people are not in control of. For men, right off the bat, snoring. Yeah. Men can't control. Nobody, I don't want to say just men, nobody can control. I know. That they snore. They don't know. Some people, if you roll over on your side, it stops. If you wear a nose strip, it stops. If you use. You know, Flonase, it stops, whatever. Deviated septum, it stops, whatever's going on. Maybe there's that. But there's certain things that people do naturally, like, you know, you grind your teeth. Oh, I know. Yeah, I do. At night. Uh-huh. And In bed. Not every night. Yeah. And, not, and I don't know. Well, I, not I mean. enough to be an issue. I know because when I was growing up, my, my sister would hear me from her bedroom mm-hmm. grinding, grinding my teeth. And when, she, when you do it, it's loud. Uh-huh. And I have no idea that I do it. But it's not a regular enough occurrence to be like, oh, my God, <laughs> get a retainer. Yeah. You know? Uh-huh. And and I'm not a dick, and I know that you can't control it. Mm-hmm. It's not like something you're choosing to do. It's not right. something you're doing subconsciously or out of habit. You <laughs> are asleep. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And all you do is you touch me, and then I stop, right? I don't right? even do that. Oh, I thought that you... You always stop. You don't just continue to go. Oh, really? I, I've never like been like, hey, you're No, your I know. I thought you usually like just kind of place your hand on me, and then I've I stop. I've smacked you in the mouth a couple of times <laughs> and rolled back over like I was asleep. <laughs> oh, like, my oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. And I just <laughs> rolled back over. <laughs> That's why I had the bruise. Yeah. And you're like, what happened? I don't know. I think I bit my cheek last night while I was sleeping. Yeah. Yep. You must have. 
I know. That's why I have money. That's <laughs> and it funny. was just me smacking it. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, I mean that's I know. I know. But yeah, and and again, like I think that I see we hear, I guess, a lot of women complaining about that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, ah, oh, stop snoring already, mm-hmm. you know? And and it and it is like they can't help it. But every little thing that they do gets, gets on, your on your nerves. And yeah, so I mean that is a huge, huge red flag. Mm-hmm. Uh so the next the next one on the list is you do everything or not everything, but you do things without them or you like to do things without them. Yeah, this is really directly tied with the uh almost kinda like you're trying to avoid them. Mm-hmm. Like if uh the husband's like, Hey, I've got to go to Lowe's and pick up some screws and tools. Mm-hmm. And the wife says, Oh, do you want some company? And he's like, no, I'm good. Mm-hmm. Or she's like, hey, I've got to go to the grocery store. I'm making dinner tonight, and I forgot to get cream cheese. Mm-hmm. And the guy's like, oh, do you want me to go with you? She's like, no, I'm good. Yeah. There, there's little subtle things like that. And it's not that you can't <laughs> do anything without them. without your partner. Yeah. Um, it's just that you don't want them involved, period. But yeah, it, it, that you intentionally are like, I just need a break. Yeah. That you know deep down... That that twenty minute trip to the grocery store gives you enough of a break to be able to get back home and deal with the annoying shit that that partner of yours does. Mm-hmm. That's when it's an issue. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily that. Oh, hey, I see you're in the middle of doing whatever. I've got to go grab this, mm-hmm. and the guys like or the girls like, well, let me stop what I'm doing. And I'll go with you, and you're like, no, 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 you don't have to do that. Mm-hmm. I'll get this and I'll be right back. We don't have to both stop what we're doing to go do this. That's different. Mm-hmm. But when you utilize the opportunity for the separation and the distance, even if it is, like I said, that 20-minute trip to the grocery store gives you enough relief mm-hmm. from that partner to where you're able to intentionally disconnect Yeah, to be able to deal with all of their behaviors. Mm-hmm. That's a problem. I know. I know. Yeah, because I think that, and I, I'm glad that you kind of cleared that up because... I think that so many people would be like, you know, what's the big deal mm-hmm. of going to the store without your partner? Yeah. It's not about being stuck up each other's ass. No, it isn't. And and it is that you feel relieved when they're not with you. Mm-hmm. And you, if, if your peace is solitude away from your partner... That that's I think that's a big red flag, and I think that that's where this falls. That mm-hmm. you know, our peace, our comfort, our quiet, whatever you want to call it, is with each other. Mm-hmm. It's not away from each other, Mm-mm. and that's how strong marriages function. Yeah. So if your peace, if your quiet, if your solitude <clears throat> provides that to you, you're either in that category of someone that doesn't need to be in a relationship. Or you're with the wrong person that doesn't provide that to you. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of where this falls. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it does, for sure. Uh-huh. Uh, kind of like, it, it kind of goes hand in hand or like with one one of the, well, with this, with the um, doing things without them will probably lead to you both leading separate lives. Mm-hmm. 
And <clears throat> so that's the next one. And I think that, I mean, obviously we believe that you should not lead separate lives. We believe that you should want to do everything together and enjoy yourselves together. So yeah. if you're leading separate lives, how is that going forward with being a unit and a couple? Yeah. I mean, and, and that's, yeah, we've done, we've hit this from multiple angles as far as, you know, avoiding guys and girls night out, avoiding trips without one another, all of those things. What do you think of that oh one? Oh my gosh, that's so good. <laughs> that's so good. Tokyo iced tea. Oh my gosh. It's delish. That, that is really, I was. Are you feeling the first one at all? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. You feel that? You feel that? <laughs> Um, I was looking forward to this one because it was green. No, I think because of the melon, okay. because of the Midori melon or whatever mm -hmm. liqueur, I was thinking it was going to be really good. It's good, and it is. <laughs> I, I can't decide which one I like the best. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, I think the separate lives thing. It, it this is something that I think in, intention. I'm sorry, initially starts off organically. Mm -hmm. Um, it is the Hey, I'm going to go do my fantasy football league. And well, I'm going to go do my girls function. Mm -hmm. And then you just find yourself repeating those actions where you end up at the end of the week. Like, you know, we had seven nights of opportunity. We could have been together, but we did that literally like eight hours. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and it's not necessarily that you're intentionally leading this separate life. We don't mean that. You have a secret identity. No. Or that you have a family somewhere else. I it's know. Literally yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. that, you know, like, like I've said before, that we are synonymous with one another. Mm -hmm. People don't know me that don't know who you are. Mm -hmm. Even people that haven't met you and, mm -hmm. and vice versa. Yeah. And we are always in each other's conversations or vernaculars or we're not ashamed to be married. We're not ashamed to who our partner is. We're not, you know, deterred from bringing up our marriage in any scenario. Mm -mm. But when you head down a path of where marriage is over here, you compartmentalize it. You say, well, the, my marriage, my marriage to my partner, my relationship, my partner is in this box right here. But then I have my career and I have my friends and I have my family. If your partner isn't a part of all of those, that's what this pertains to. Mm -hmm. I know. Yeah, that's not good. Yeah, that's really not good. And you can definitely fix that, but inclusion. That's all yeah. it is. It's 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 literally just intentional bleed over into every aspect of your life. And if you are hesitant to do that and you don't want them involved in that, that's a biggest red flag you can fucking get. Yeah, I know. Get out. Yeah, yeah, I know. Because <clears throat> I even think about it when with me and my ex, and like. Even, I don't know, I mean, I know that at, at the point where, like, we went to the little bowling alley thing, and we had that thing. What, me and you? Yeah. Okay. Um, I didn't want to include my my ex with any of that. Well, yeah, because you were interested I in know. me. I know. I know. But that's the thing, too, is, like... You know, you can start to when once you kind of find your once you find yourself 
you know, once they're getting on your nerves and you're doing things without them and you don't want, and you are leading separate lives, you, that, those are things that like literally I went through (coughs) in my previous relationship and I, there's a progression there. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Every little thing. And it just, you know, it gets okay, one little thing after the other, after the other. And then finally it's like, okay, it's done. Mm. And so these are really big red flags Mm -hmm. that you need to understand and realize in your relationship. And you need to, you need to either, you know, if if your partner is pushing you away or if you are pushing your partner away, like you need to kind of take a step back And ask yourself, you know, well, what am I doing in this relationship? Mm -hmm. Where are we going? And do I really want to be in this? Or does my partner really want to be in this? Mm -hmm. Are we going to progress forward or (laughs) are we going to, you know, move our separate way? So anyway, I... I went through all of this though mm-hmm. in my previous relationship and it was literally one little step after the other. Right. Uh the next one is you are often mad at them. This is different than annoyed or irritated mm-hmm. or really get on your nerves. You you just find yourself and this was something that <clears throat> my ex did with me where really unwarranted she just started to dislike me. Mm-hmm. She didn't like anything I did. It wasn't so much. Yes, yes, the little things that annoyed her that that was that was part of it. Part of it, but it became really just. She had a disdain and dislike for anything and everything that made me who I was. Not mm-hmm. not not my mannerisms, not my tics, not things like that. Not not the snoring, not not any of those little those superficial things that we talked about, but literally like, like oh you like you like this kind of movie? Well, that movie's stupid. Mm-hmm. Or you find this entertaining? Well, that's dumb. Mm-hmm. Or you like that music? Well, that's pointless. And 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 it was really just kind of a degrading level of of disdain. And what that ended up being in is it went from everything annoys you to I'm just mad. I'm mm-hmm. mad at you. And it's like, well, why? What did I do? And it really ultimately been like, it ended up being like, well, you exist. That's why I'm mad at you. Mm-hmm. Because there didn't have to be a trigger. There didn't have to be a, well, I'm mad at you because you, you know, forgot to put the toilet seat down. Mm-hmm. It's not that I'm mad at you because you didn't clean your side of the bathroom counter. It was literally just constant, I don't like you anymore type of attitude Mm -hmm. and that's such a hard thing to come back from Mm -hmm. because they've already made this is such a a further progression of the sign of disconnection that they've already just decided we don't have anything in common i don't like anything about you there's nothing about you that i can entertain or get joy from and i'm miserable with you and that's where they've hit that point, and that's why they react that way. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, you know, I, I wish I had some good, you know, 
poignant advice that said, well, here's how you get past that. But I don't. Mm-hmm. I, I really think that that is, that is almost impossible to come back from. Mm-hmm. Uh, because they, aside from something happening where, like an extreme example of they don't appreciate you for who you are. If you're a guy and you're dealing with this with this woman and somebody tries to break into your house and kill everybody and you prevent that from happening, aside from something like that occurring, she's not going to develop a new or deeper appreciation for who you are. Yeah, I know. You know? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> she's weighed and measured you out for however long you've been there and there's something missing. Mm-hmm. And that's that's one of the hardest things to do when it's like, well, what's wrong? What mm-hmm. I need to know what what why why do you feel this way? And like I said, it's different from the annoyance and getting on your nerves thing. There, it, it's deeper than that. It, mm-hmm. It's it's a little more. It, there's really nothing about you that you're going to be able to do to change or do that mm-hmm. to fix that. Because mm-hmm. if someone says, well, you breathe loud. Okay, well, I'm, I'll watch that more. <laughs> yeah. Well, what yeah. else? And it's like, well, I just don't like you. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm I'm me. I can't stop that. Mm-hmm. So how do we move forward from here? And there's really not a forward path from that point. Mm-hmm. If you hit that point in your relationship, yeah. you, you're just kind of done. And I think that's really the sign of, of or the the best example of complete disconnection from that point on. Yeah. Well, I mean... At that point, you don't like each other <clears throat> at all, and and there's a lot of marriages that will stay there. Oh my for gosh. fifty years. Oh, that's awful. That is so awful. You need to get out. Like that is, you, you need to be happy. Why would you want to put yourself through that? Why would you want to be married to someone like that? Like I, because I don't think I went through that. I, the annoying part was bad enough for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like. And and there were other reasons for me to be to be mad, not just just to be mad at my ex. And and I, I I've I've briefly talked about this before a couple of years ago. This is where because I went through this with my ex where, it, and it's I don't want to say it's embarrassed. I'm not embarrassed. I, it was it was a feeling and a thought that I I agree, organically had based on the relationship with us that I was in. So I'm not I'm not ashamed of it. I, I know that. Other people go through this. They just don't want to vocalize it. But this was where I hit a point where I would, I, I guess I would say fantasize or daydream or think about what if she wasn't here? Mm-hmm. What what if something happened to her? Not that I had this this malicious intent to create something to happen to her. But, you know, something would happen where it's like, you know, I was on the phone with her and, and she almost, you know, something happened while she was on a trip. Or things like that, where it's it's not that you're wishing something bad would happen, but you, for some reason, you're processing your relationship in your brain to a point where you hit like life would probably be better without them, mm-hmm. um, and that's a really dark thing that people don't want to admit. No, people don't want to talk about people it. People don't want to talk about it. They don't want to discuss it, and they don't want to own up to it. And and I'm not saying that you need to do any of those, but there are people that will listen to this and be like, yeah, I, I know exactly what you're saying. I know. I think that I think that more people actually think about that than well, you than would. they'll ever admit. Yeah. You're a piece of shit if you say that. Oh, I know. Um, yeah. 
but 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 I do remember like like kind of going through my own mental progression like well what if something happened to her well you know the hardest part would really be breaking it to my son and how do I deal with that but after that you know I don't have to deal with you know a through z mm-hmm. of all the things why my life was bad mm-hmm. and from my perspective that should have been enough for me to wake up and be like I need to get the fuck out of this yeah so no telling what she was thinking mm-hmm. <laughs> i i know during all that too. entire thing too yeah so. well i know and if you are going through that like right now with with your with whoever you know anybody out there like maybe you need to think about that mm-hmm. you know like would you how do you do you have these thoughts or whatever of life without your partner and what how much better your life could be or or any of that mm-hmm. like it's probably a red flag and that's not i don't know if i'd say probably or it is a red it flag, a red flag. <laughs> it's a red flag and you need to do something about it mm-hmm. you need to you need to understand that the that the feelings that you're having are real mm-hmm. and that you need to get out or vocalize it to somebody at least um so yeah you're often mad at them though Mm -hmm. yeah that that's that's big (laughs) uh the next one is neither or i guess one or both of you are not putting in any effort Mm -hmm. and i mean obviously and and what's funny is like because we say you know your relationship should be effortless mm-hmm. um but we mean that it should feel easy it should feel like the the best job that you ever had because working at the best job that you ever had feels like you're not working at all mm-hmm. <laughs> so um but you're not putting in any effort like that. Well, I think the effort for this really ties directly to making the change that needs to happen to make it better. Mm-hmm. If they've just become, th- there's a difference between hitting cruise control because you're going at the right speed at the right momentum and everything's working out perfectly to completely letting your foot off the gas and just not caring where the car goes. And that's what this is. It's really a level of complacency and, and apathy that you're willing to settle with how awful your relationship is in this moment. Mm-hmm. And and once again, I'll, I'll point the finger at myself. That's what I did. I was like, well, this is my life. Mm-hmm. This is what I have to deal with for the rest of my married life or the life of my child, or, or I'm sorry, when my child was a, a, a teen or whatever it is, that this is just my lot in life. Um, and you just kind of hit a point of of acceptance where, you almost feel, I guess, kind of noble mm-hmm. that, well, this is what being an adult is. <laughs> it's just accepting this shit marriage and this shitty person that doesn't like me and doesn't want to touch me and doesn't want to do things with me. But, hey, that's marriage and adulthood, and, and I guess I've signed up for that. Mm-hmm. And, and and so, once again, that's not where you have to be. No, no, not at all. No, I know. Like, I don't know. I think that the not putting in effort for for me 
and my previous relationship was like me giving up mm-hmm. that's what yeah yeah that's a good one that's what it ended up being for me and it you you know when that happens mm-hmm. you know when and your partner knows when that happens like both of you know that somebody one person is doing is trying to again like how you you like to say with the rowboat Mm -hmm. you know one person is rowing and the other one isn't and you're just going to keep going in circles Mm -hmm. and and the person that that is putting in the effort feels it from because the other person isn't at all yeah and and so when when you get to that point it's it's very close to the end and it's very hard to get back Mm -hmm. very very hard i'm not saying that it's impossible to get back but i think it is one of those things where things will never be the same Mm -hmm. yeah and it's like most most of the time i think that it's too little too late yeah well there ends up being on the flip side of that or or past that point there ends up being what happens afterwards is even if you agree that let's put this behind us let's move forward we're going to make these changes you you find out that there's unresolved resentment that ends up being built up that Mm -hmm. you find out even though you're like yeah you know i gave this another chance but i didn't really get over what they did Mm -hmm. and there's too much resentment there to truly move on and, and forgive and forget Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I know. you think you're an adult, and you think that's the noble thing to do, so you try to act like you have, but you know deep down you haven't. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I know, I know, I know, and so many people just want to, want to, I don't know, trick themselves mm-hmm. into believing that you know it's okay, the, and everything will be okay, but it's, I mean really most of the time it's not okay and you are just delaying the inevitable Mm -hmm. yep uh the next one is you forgot how to talk and communicate Mm -hmm. you don't know how i mean of course like communication is key for any relationship out there whether it be you know romantic or friendships or whatever it's always you always need to be communicating. And if you forget how to talk to your partner, mm-hmm. that is not good. Well, and, and, and you find that you, you're either having the same sporadic conversation mm-hmm. um, or it, it's just a, a mindless, endless communication cycle that really there's no resolve, there's no... It, it becomes once again. I, I you know I said on the last one. It really becomes complacent. Mm-hmm. Your your vocabulary and your communication with each other is limited to how was your day? How were the kids? Yeah. What's going on with school? What's going on with this? That you're you're not developing through communication skills any continued connection with one another. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously that's why we're talking about talking about disconnect. Yeah. But you know, vocally and verbally, you you are you are just kind of going through the motions. Mm-hmm. Like, well, we talk. We talk every day at dinner, but yeah. you're having the same conversation. It's not real communication. Yeah. It's not, uh, it's not productive. Y- yes, exactly. Yeah. 
it's not a productive conversation where that's going somewhere. It's mm -hmm. just a okay, this is what I have to say type of thing. Right. And what just going that? through the motions. What was the last time you had a dumb conversation? Yeah. Like about <laughs> something different. Uh-huh. I mean, today. It'll by the time this airs, it'll be okay. We had to go pick up Seth's birthday, birthday present, present. Mm -hmm. and there were ambulances and police cars at a <laughs> church. <laughs> Gosh! And I said, "Hey, do you think if you die while you're at church, it's like DoorDash for heaven? You oh get in my way quicker." Gosh, Seth. <laughs> yeah, I know. And and those are the like dumb little conversations that we have. Yeah. <laughs> Not the huh. I don't know what happened. I don't know. I'll check the neighborhood Facebook page and see. <laughs> it's a real stupid conversation. I know. Not every conversation. We use the word productive. <laughs> but they can yeah. still be pointless and fun. That's true. That's true. Do you I enjoy know. talking to your partner? Maybe uh -huh. that's a better thing that, to say. Yeah, that's better. I Do think you that enjoy? Is. I mean, that's, once again, for the thousandth time, that's why we even started the podcast. Uh -huh. Oh, I know. Because we enjoyed... Talking to each other. Uh-huh. Yeah, I And know. when we talk, it's funny because I'll listen to other marriage podcasts on occasion where their podcast is their weekly point of catching up oh with one Oh my another. gosh, I know. That is and ridiculous. And I'm like, turn your fucking podcast off and get the fuck out of here. Yeah. We talk all the time. Yeah. This is yeah. just an hour-long snippet of the conversations that you and I have throughout the week i know well and, and like you know even with that like because i was thinking about it and you know because a lot of people even you know talking and all of that they again they they get on each other's nerves and they don't like hearing the same stories that they tell each other and because it doesn't have to be a new story it doesn't have to be a, a productive uh, conversation but it could be a, a fun something that happened to one of us a long time ago and um oh yeah no I forgot the details on that story tell me again mm -hmm. you know and it is not getting annoyed with your partner while they while you they tell you the story that you've heard you know a couple times or mm -hmm. however many times and you're like, oh, yeah. And, and you get a kick out of it every time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> it's, I don't know. And, and like you said, it doesn't have to be productive necessarily. Mm -hmm. But. You have to enjoy it. Yeah. You have to get some kind of value from it at uh -huh. all. At, you know, at least. Yeah. Even I if know. it's entertainment value. I know. I know. And. I, 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 I can't say it enough. I love your stories. Mm -hmm. Your stories are, are the best. And uh, and maybe it's the way that you tell them. Or I don't know. Maybe it's it's that because I love you so much. Right. I don't know. That it doesn't get on my nerves ever. Mm -hmm. But yeah. But know how if you're not. If you forget how to have those conversations and talk to each other to each other like that like anyway i guess you are 
starting to be disconnected Mm -hmm. or have been disconnected. Yep. Uh, Another one is you ignore each other. That is really bad. Really, really bad when people start to ignore each other. Yeah, and and this is where it comes to the ignoring from... It was funny. I saw a video the other day. Or actually, maybe it was today. Yesterday or today on TikTok of a girl that said... uh, when my when my husband is so involved with his game, he doesn't hear what I say. And she walks up to him while he's, he's got his headphones on, he's on his PC, he's playing games. And she goes, hey, my ex is wanting to come and stay with us, and he's going to actually live with us for a while and stay on our couch. But we don't have to feed him much. He'll find his own place <laughs> and at some point. And so are you cool with that? And he goes, yeah, cool, whatever. Totally miss what she said. Oh my gosh! And I know that's probably a funny entertainment value. Type <laughs> and of they, it was probably it. not real. It was probably like, staged. Yeah. Uh-huh. But when you realize that you're ignoring your partner's opinion, your partner's plans, your partner's statements, and and this is beyond the typical guy thing of the woman saying, "I've told you five times what we are eating for dinner or what we're doing this weekend." It's beyond that. It is a a really blatant stance of I don't care. Mm-hmm. And that leads to ignoring their needs, their points, their opinions, their viewpoints, their their place, whatever that is. You just choose to ignore it. Based on everything else we talked about, you're mad at them. It's annoying. It's irritating. It's um, unfulfilling to you. It doesn't seem to concern you and the separate life that you've started whatever that is you choose to ignore their everything mm-hmm. yeah and, and and you see people do this where even outside of relationships like well where do you want to go to dinner like like somebody will say where do you want to go to where do you want to go for dinner i'm really in the mood for steak mm-hmm. and the other person says oh man you know i've really been craving tacos let's go to taco place and then the person says Okay, well, there's this really good steak place about two miles <laughs> away, you know, and and so it it's it's this this blatant ignorance ignorance of mm-hmm. what your partner is voicing. Yeah, I know. When they say, "Hey, <clears throat> I need you to help out. I need you to help out with the kids more." I know, and then I they just to, yeah. blatantly ignore it. Yeah. Like, but I don't. Sometimes I don't think that they. I I don't I don't think that they do it. They don't do it on purpose. They just do it. I don't know. I'm I'm trying to think like because they do it. Maybe maybe it's almost <laughs> maybe it's almost like the boy who cried wolf mm-hmm. type thing. They're like, okay, like she's not saying anything important, right? And and then like and then finally she does say something important, and he wasn't paying attention. That's a good point. If if you are 90% of the time talking about a bunch of bullshit nobody should care about <laughs> and you squeeze in 10% of worthwhile conversation, that's on you for being a boring ass person. Oh gosh. <laughs> that's funny. But I th- but I, I, I'm agreeing with what you said. Yeah. Uh-huh. Cuz I think that's what happens. Yeah. I know. And it's like, okay, fuck, I can't continue to stroke your ego for everything you do. Uh-huh. All the time, you know. 
Yeah. But I don't know. I guess the flip side of that is you should know what you're getting into. Well, so I was just thinking about about whenever, like, maybe it was, I think it was yesterday, you were like, I was talking about something, I don't even remember what I was talking about, and and you were just, like, watching me talk, and you're like, I can't, you're like, I'm sorry, I didn't, I did not hear a word you said, and... I just, I just couldn't focus because you're just so pretty. <laughs> so, this is not relatable to everybody. Well, I know, these, but these are good looking, good looking people problems. <laughs> but I think that it's funny though because, like, at least you voiced it so, and yeah, said. So, so this happens. I, I will share with everybody. This happens. Probably more often than I would want to admit. It's happened <laughs> live on the podcast where you probably didn't know it even happened. <laughs> it happens when we talk about where we're going to go to dinner, what we're going to have to eat, what we're going to watch on TV, what you're going to do that day. <laughs> I have a really bad habit of when Crystal starts explaining something to me, I just look at her very intently, and I don't do it intentionally. Like I'm, I'm, I'm not pretending to listen to her. I actually have really good intentions of listening to her but as soon as she starts talking i just focus <laughs> on how beautiful she is <laughs> and just the movement of her mouth and how pretty her face is and how her eyes blink and all these little features <laughs> that make her this perfect person to me and i completely miss everything she says <laughs> and so i'll be like what 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 were you talking about i was <laughs> I was caught off guard. I know, but at least you say that you were caught off guard. Like, instead of, like, agreeing or acting like you heard what I said, mm -hmm. you at least say, like, okay. Like, Anytime you've come to me and said, I told you about this, that's what happened. <laughs> I, know, I know. And, okay, lion-ass dude listening, <laughs> you're not allowed to pull this shit with your thugly-ass wife. <laughs> This is only reserved for good-looking women. Oh, you're funny. <laughs> but it's true. I don't want to hear it about that. Because people will be like, oh, I feel the same way about my wife. No, I've seen your wife. She's like a two on a good day. <laughs> oh, my god! Shut gosh. the fuck up. Oh, my gosh. That's though. not who we're talking about. <laughs> you're funny. Yeah. But I get it. It's weird. It's like yeah. the, it's like the, I'm like the cobra, and you're playing the, doo -doo, doo -doo, doo -doo, doo -doo, and I'm just like. <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. moving my head and agreeing with you, uh -huh. and I have no idea what you're saying. <laughs> and I may even take that a step further where I start either thinking about you sexually or picturing you naked. Uh -huh. And I, I literally like tell myself, agree with whatever she says, because <laughs> you're so lucky to have this woman. <laughs> oh, you're sweet. And I'm like, yeah, that sounds great. <laughs> Can you take your clothes off? <laughs> <laughs> that's good that's funny <laughs> so I, I don't know it's weird once again i think it's it's reserved for some people that can relate to that specifically and some <laughs> that have no idea what i'm talking about <laughs> that's funny <laughs> so uh the next one is you want different things you don't yeah. have you don't have the same goals mm -hmm. you don't have the same vision where your life wants to go yeah. and i think that i think that some people force this mm -hmm. or 
they force they force their I don't know like not being on the same page they pretend like they're on the same page too yeah yeah and and I think and, and you just summarize it it is being on the same page mm-hmm. whether it's current events future events retirement kit what whatever whatever you want to put in there you're just not on the same page with where what you want out of each other what you want out of the relationship what you want three five ten fifteen forty five years from now mm-hmm. you're just not on the same page or you haven't thought about it mm-hmm. um, so I think part of it is kind of getting aligned and understanding if, if someone is a very in your relationship if one of you is a very forward thinker that's I don't want to say they're the leader, but that's the one that's at least seeing the vision of where you both want to go. Now, in a great, high-functioning marriage, you both have that same vision. Mm -hmm. But we understand that there's so many relationships that aren't there. And you kind of have to follow the lead of the person that is the visionary Mm -hmm. in that situation. Mm -hmm. Um, Because if you aren't thinking three years ahead, but your partner's thinking 30 years ahead, that's the lead you want to follow. Yeah. Especially if it's positive. I know. Yeah. I mean... And far too often, though, you find two people that aren't even thinking three days ahead. I know. And this is what we classify as the moron couple. <laughs> yeah, I you know. You don't even think about your future at all. I know. This is where you insert the the comments of, it's in God's hands. Or, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Or, everything happens for a reason. Mm-hmm. What are the other lazy ass comments you get for people that don't want to plan for the future? Um, I mean, I'm not going to worry about things I can't control. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a good one. I know you're not a Ford thinker. Mm-mm. I know. So whatever. No. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. I think that like, yeah, being I mean being on the same page, wanting to. Uh, and, and, and sometimes it does take that, the, the forward thinker to, to, for the relationship to kind of go forward. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I think that sometimes that other person holds back that other, the actual forward thinker and they don't, they end up not progressing because one of them is not aligned mm-hmm. <laughs> with yeah. with their with their thoughts. Well, it goes back. You're not on the same page. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You 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 can't move forward. Mm-hmm. You just can't if you're not on the same page. You can't move forward. Mm-mm. One of you will be trying to drag the other one while the other one resists. Mm-hmm. And that's, unless that's you good. unless the other one actually does submit, step almost. up. Yeah. You know, and understands. Oh shit! Like. Mm-hmm. let's do this i need to do this and 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 there is some you know leadership qualities that that some people have that can make somebody else kind of follow their lead mm-hmm. but sometimes like you just have to let go that that i don't know i'm trying to think like of an analogy of somebody <laughs> holding you back you know Cause you gotta, you just gotta let it go. Well, well, yeah, and I think that that's where 
the person that's holding them back isn't consciously holding them back. No. Uh-uh. They just aren't thinking ahead enough to be on the same page. And I think that's where you, that's why I said you kind of have to submit to that. Mm-hmm. You have to be like, you know what? You're the one planning ahead. Drag me along. Mm-hmm. Drag me along, but at the same time, that person needs to be, yeah, yeah, you know, picking up the pace and mm-hmm. and not keep dragging. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Because yeah. mm-hmm. otherwise, they're they're gonna be stuck and and and. Well, that's where you end up in the rowboat. They're gonna be weighing them down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we realize that we are about halfway through our list, and it's. A little bit. We're going. (laughs) Around an hour. Yeah, around an hour. And we were like, you know what? Maybe we can just make this a two-part episode. Mm -hmm. And so I think that that's going to be what's best because we still have a lot to talk about. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, hopefully you guys will want to continue to listen to the episode um, for a continuation of the episode next week. Um. Again, the you're disconnected from your partner, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, I think that it's been it's been really good so far. We we definitely have have covered a lot so far, but we also have a lot more to cover as well. Yep. So, um, as always, thank you all so much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram. And like or uh, rate, review us, and everything on iTunes and on Spotify. Mm-hmm. And listen to us wherever you listen to your podcast. And we will talk to you next week. Thanks. Mm-hmm.